Good morning. Welcome back to another podcast, another episode. Um, It's been a little bit. I just got back from Portugal, but I'm so excited to be sitting down and recording and just kind of getting back into a routine. And I kind of wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that. And then I also have this new book that is called From Bondage to Breakthrough by Joseph Prince. And it's all about experiencing healing and wholeness and victory through anointing oil. So I really felt pressed to talk about that on my podcast, just a quick episode about that. And then I kind of wanted to just update you guys about everything and just give you guys like a really good encouraging episode. Maybe if you're feeling a little bit down, this can kind of help you. And I just wanted to kind of get back into a routine and share with you guys some things that help me get back into a routine and some things that I've been loving and things that have been helping me kind of along the way. So we can start off with that. So I got back yesterday or two days ago from Portugal and it was so fun. If you guys have never been to Europe, I highly, highly request and recommend that you try to like save money and go. I mean, if it's like God willing, you know, Um, but my family had a wedding in Portugal this summer. So we were fortunate enough to go to Portugal and it was just so fun. I mean, it's so cool to just see and travel, see all the different things, things that are different than here um, in America. And so I think traveling also like opens up your eyes to how big the world is. I feel like that's something that I always notice when I travel. Um, I'm like, wow, there's just so many like different things that like you don't see when you're so used to and accustomed to seeing the norm like day-to-day things and I just think traveling is such a gift and it's just so beautiful to like be in different countries and different like atmospheres and trying different cultural food and things like that so I was just like really blessed the whole time I was there. I also think being with family is so important it's something that's really important to me and if you guys like have a chance it just like also reminds me to remind you that family is so important and in any chance that you get to hang out with your family like I know it might not be the coolest thing in the world but you know maybe if you're still living with your family or living with your parents um then I know it's like you you're in such a rush to get out and move on and be independent and do all of those things but there's such like a sacred time with being with your family because Um, you know, every day that passes is gone. And so life moves really fast and your parents are growing up and you're growing up. So it's not always a bad thing to just like be in the moment with your family, be a teenager hanging out, like, you know, cause you're going to look back and those are going to be memories and you're just going to be like, how did this go by so fast? I just want to be a kid again, watching TV on my couch, like not worrying about anything. So that's a little assurance to you if you're a little anxious about maybe, um, thoughts like that I know oftentimes that happens with me where I get a little bit in my head about just like oh living at home and like everyone's doing this and that but I know God has this perfect timing when I'm gonna move out and you know kind of leave the nest and be fully independent on myself but in the meantime I do just try to always remind myself that family is so important and just being with family is a gift so that was really cool but Um, So I was in Portugal for one week and then, you know, I got home two days ago and I'm actually leaving again in a week to go to Italy with my family. And so that's really exciting. So lots of traveling over here. But um, 
I think coming back from a trip can sometimes feel a little overwhelming and just like your brain can kind of be all over the place. It's something that's, you know, hard to adjust back to, at least in my opinion, it can be. So I wanted to give you guys some tips that I have tried to incorporate in my life to make my life a little easier when I'm transitioning from traveling to back to everyday normal life in your hometown and kind of just like give you guys some, I don't know, like happy advice that helps me because I I feel like it's really hard to go from like such exotic places in the world, like straight back to your hometown without feeling a little bit down. Um, I know a lot of people I talk to say that when they travel, they don't really look forward to coming back home and they really just wish they could stay there. But I think it's also important to be grateful where you're at and be grateful for where you live and just the memories of like where you've grown up and the place that you've created a routine and spent your alone time in is like so important and so we should never wish that that's like not where we live um so a couple things that I have been doing as I've gotten home are unpacking so I really try my best to unpack like as straight as or straight away like as soon as possible The reason that I do that is so that I can get my laundry done and kind of put aside the things that I need to wash so that they can be like, you know, back into my closet um, as quick as possible. Otherwise, I really will just procrastinate. Like I said, I'm leaving again. So this time has been a little bit different. I haven't fully unpacked my suitcase because I have to repack it in five days. But if I were not to be going somewhere, I definitely would be doing my best to unpack my whole suitcase. Um, Another tip that's really helped me when I was traveling was I got packing cubes and oh my gosh, those are a lifesaver because I mean, if you could literally ask anyone, I am the worst. (laughs) I, I mean, I've gotten better, but because of the cubes, but I'm the worst packer. Like I literally, oh my God, like I just have, I have so many clothes and every time I pack or I used to pack I would literally like just roll my clothes and shove them in my suitcase and I never even knew what I had and when I got there it was so hard to like find my things find my clothes like it was so disorganized it was such a headache so another tip that I have is when you have your packing cubes this really helped me this is just my opinion you don't have to do this but this is just what's helped me is with the packing cubes I separated outfits that I knew I wanted to wear so I tried on outfits that I had prior to putting them in my suitcase and I was like okay I'm gonna wear this shirt with these shorts and these shoes and I really tried to do that for almost every single outfit that I wore and then I don't know I've never heard someone say this but something in my brain was like do this and it will help you and maybe other people do it but because I've been such a bad packer I like thought this was so genius but I really separated my clothes not by like in the packing cubes like shorts shirts underwear like that like that but instead i did like two packing cubes and i did daytime and nighttime outfits so i would put like so i would put like a whole packing cube with every single outfit i would wear in the daytime because normally that's what you do especially when you're on vacation um like because we were in portugal we were gonna be walking around so it's like really important to get to know like where you're going what you're doing every day so that way you can kind of plan ahead and organize yourself and be prepared for what you're gonna wear where you are 
I feel like I never used to do that. I used to just be like, oh, I'm just gonna wear these shorts over again. And I still do that, but I never used to organize my stuff. And this time it was just so much easier. Like I got ready. Like I knew what I was gonna wear like way quicker. Um, my, my stuff was like already, I don't know. It was just so much easier. <laughs> I'm like, people are probably thinking like, yeah, Vanessa, like I do this all the time. Like, what are you talking about? Um, but I mean, maybe you're just like not that great of like great at packing. And so, um, this really just helped me. So I would do like one packing cube with daytime outfits. So all my little cute sets, my shorts that I would wear with like a little shirt. Like I put all those outfits in one cube and then like even shorts and shirts together, like a, whatever I would, you know, whatever I was wearing. Then another one I would do like just straight time nighttime outfits. So I'd put like jeans, like the shirts I was going to wear, like all my, my nighttime, like, um, like leather pants, like all my going out dressy clothes, things I was going to wear to change from daytime to nighttime. And it was just so much easier. So really recommend doing that. And then I had another one with those, with, with just straight jewelry like it was just plain like jewelry then I had another but you know so it was like really organized um another bag with just cosmetics like just makeup um shoes in there and it just was such a good idea so maybe if you guys are traveling and you need some help packing that is a tip that I could give you guys <laughs> um so another tip when I got home that helped me was I get again like unpacking all my stuff and believe it or not because I was jet lagged depending where you're going maybe you're not jet lagged but I do feel like even when you travel sometimes it can be a little hectic I know every day for us we were doing things so we weren't just on a resort laying on the beach so wasn't necessarily the most relaxing it was a lot of fun but it definitely required a lot of energy so when we got back we were all definitely really tired and so I think the smartest thing to do is let your body like be tired and adjust back to the time zone that you're in with that comes like really reading your body and so honestly I know people say to like get out of your jet lag to stay up for like 36 hours or something or stay up for like two days not stay up but like make yourself not fall asleep when you're tired so that you can get back into normal time. I think that could work. I think it's dep dependent on your the way that you feel and the person. But for me, I don't know. I just, I feel like when I do that, sometimes I get sick because my body is like, needs to rest. Like it's literally like, nope, I'm so tired. Need to rest. And you're actually on a different time zone. So because Portugal is five hours ahead, I always felt like when I got home, it was so much later. So at like six o'clock, I felt like it was like whatever time that is like 12 or one. Um, and so... My advice for that was like would be just to really let yourself like fall asleep when you're tired and you slowly but surely will get back into the gist of like your time zone, but not overworking yourself. Um, you know, I came home a little bit, not anxious, but I just was like a little antsy because I didn't know where to start. And so I really just gave myself the next day. I did not, I didn't work out. I didn't start anything like that, but I really just undid my suitcase and the first thing I tried to do was like drink a lot of water because I felt like when I was there, I wasn't staying as hydrated as possible. Um, and I definitely wasn't eating as well as I used to before I went traveling, which again is like balance. Like I'm in Europe. I'm going to obviously eat 
as many chocolate croissants as I want. <laughs> but it also comes with a balance of needing vegetables. And so my body was just like really craving something green and like vegetables. So when I came home, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try to load up on veggies. Like I made a big salad and I cooked like broccoli, did things like that so that I could just feel a little bit like more normal and kind of like I did before. So I remember the next day I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like let my body wake up when I want. And I'm just gonna have like kind of get back into your routine before you left, even if it feels a little weird. So I woke up and I did lemon water and then I made a a celery juice which I hadn't done in a week <laughs> and it felt super weird but I was like nope this is like gonna help me make me feel better um even though my body was craving a coffee and a chocolate croissant because I had had it for a week straight <laughs> I was like I'm not gonna have one today I'm just gonna like try to get back into a routine because I know that makes me structured and disciplined and I know that's what's best for me. So it's all about like doing what's best for you, like what your body feels, not copying someone else. But I'm just trying to give you guys like a little bit of advice because sometimes that helps me. Um, and so I think the other thing that really grounded me and has helped me now that I've like been a couple days into being home is starting to pick back up with my journaling and my reading my Bible because while I was on vacation, I didn't really do that at all because we were so busy, so I just didn't really have time. But really just sitting with God and doing my journaling and, like, reading the Word and um, just, like, slowly but surely, like, starting that back up. And I think my also biggest tip would be, like, if you don't, you know, you're not going to feel like it because you just got home, but um, if you don't start, like, you're kind of always just, you might just fall into a rut, and, like, you definitely don't want that. It's kind of like an after-travel rut. So, my biggest tip would be just, like, jump head first um, while listening to your body, but also just, um, you know, trying to be as productive as you possibly can without burning yourself out, because at the end, it's going to make you feel so much better. And I was watching a TikTok the other day of some girl who actually was she like posted something that was really motivational and inspiring she was saying how she filmed herself like doing all the things that she didn't want to do because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that like I I feel like you know people do say like do things that you want to do do things that make you happy and that's important to have joy and stuff but um sometimes like the things that are the best for you like you're not going to necessarily love like I'm going to sit here and tell you I don't I don't enjoy like physically always working out. It's really tiring. It's there's days I don't want to get up and do it, but I know my body and my mind, my soul, like we, I need that. I need that to my body because it's like my body craves it. But you know, I'm, I'm not like a superhuman. Like there's days I'm like, I absolutely would rather do absolutely anything else than work out. Um, and so that kind of leads me to my next point where I started working out two days after my trip. I was like, you know what? I need to get in the gym. This is like where I'm going to start. And the first workout's always the hardest when you've taken a week off. Like having drinks, eating whatever you want, and not working out for a week, and then going to work out is a very hard, hard workout. That's like a not easy day. At least for me, it's not. Um, <clears throat> but I felt so good after I did it, and I just got in a sweat. I didn't push myself too hard. I just did you know, like a manageable amount of weights. And it just made me feel so much better. Like I was like, you know, I feel so much better. I took a shower 
and I just got in like comfortable clothes and I did work around the house and I like unpacked so doing things like that just like make me feel so much better it's like really the little things but I'm gonna tell you I didn't want to work out I you could ask my sister there was like anything anything else like we would have rather done you know um but just going ahead and doing it like that's what makes your mind so strong like that's what's gonna make you have adversity and push through things and also with that you're gonna take that throughout life like you're gonna you know there's days you're not gonna want to wake up and go to work or go to school like I've been there but you have to you know like it's it's part of life not every you can't just go off of your emotions and um I think that's really important to remember so trying to just discipline and so yeah that girl was posting a TikTok of like she's like today I felt like doing nothing but I kind of just forced myself to clean the house like not just sit around and lay in like you know, depression or lay in like my sadness. She was like, I'm, or whatever, her unmotivation. She was like, um, she was like, I just pushed, pushed through and did it anyways. And so I think some, I feel like someone needs to hear that right now. Like, you know, you might not feel like doing it, but that's not what it's about. It's not like if you feel like it or not. And that also reminds me of like reading my Bible because I'm going to be honest. I, there are so many times like like, I wish I could say that I always felt like reading my Bible. Like, I hope to get to a point where, like, I say that. But I know that I need to because it's, like, quenching my thirst. It's, like, having a glass of water to my soul when I do it. But there's days that I don't want to. Like, I'm human. I'm, like, oh, I don't really want to sit down, like, and, like, read this right now. But I know that after I do, it's going to feel so much better. And that's also, it's just about discipline, um, you know, even if you didn't have the best workout, even if you didn't read the best sermon, even if you didn't read the whatever, listen to the best sermon that like you thought you needed, um, it's not necessarily about that. It's about like the discipline with it, and um, you can't just like solely live off of motivation because it just won't satisfy. Because there's just gonna be you're a human. There's gonna be days where you don't feel like doing something because you're human, and you don't have to be mad at yourself for it. It's just because we're you know, our bodies are tired or, you know, whatever, because it's normal. But my biggest tip also for after traveling is like, just do it. I mean, it sounds like, it sounds a lot easier than done, but just really put like, put everything aside, like put your flesh aside and just be like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to unpack my bag, even though I don't feel like it, like I'm going to grow in this time. Like it's going to help me. Um, and so that, yeah, that's another tip. And the girl's TikTok was really good because at the end she was, like, having a glass of tea. And she was like, I feel so much better. Like, I'm so proud of myself that I pushed myself through, like, this day. Um, and she was like, I hope this helps someone. And so it really just stuck with me. So I kind of wanted to share that with you guys. But that, that actually transitions me to what the next thing I wanted to share with you guys was. And it is, again, like I said, from this book. It's called From Bondage to Breakthrough. And my nanny gave this to me yesterday. We were I was over her house, like, visiting her from being back. And I really felt like she wanted me to read this. So I was like, okay, yeah. And I flipped to a couple pages, and I wanted to share it with you guys really bad because the first thing that popped in my head was, like, share it with your podcast viewers. And I was like, okay. Um, so it has – it's just um, – the page I flipped to was praise reports – um, because I think praise reports are so important. Testimonies are so important. And the reason they are important is because it's like real life things that have happened to people 
And like, you can say God's not real all that you want, but you just, you can't take away someone's testimony. (laughs) So that's why I think they need to be shared more and glorified more and applauded more. And like, I don't know, like listened to more. And so that's why I really wanted to share them with you guys. So, um, I hope this resonates with you. I pray it resonates with you. And I'm just going to share with you guys a couple and then I will close out this episode. So the first one is someone who is from Australia and I'm just going to read it out of the book. So, uh, I hope I pronounce everything right. But anyways, this one's called healed of chronic pain in right shoulder. So it says, I suffered from chronic pain in my right shoulder for about 12 months. Medical investigations showed that I had osteoarthritis and bone spurring due to joint damage. The pain persisted despite psycho or oh, I don't what does that say? Despite oh, physical therapy um and medication. Sorry, the writing is like really tiny. Um so I'm trying to like read it. Okay. When I visited the doctor for injections, he suggested undergoing an MRI suspecting a torn rotor rotor rotator cuff sorry um i chose not to have the mri but continued on a synthetic morphine drug twice a day um four times a day along with an anti-inflammatory drug however the pain persisted and was especially excruciating in the mornings thankfully through pastor prince's teachings or pastor prince's teachings i learned to partake of the holy communion for my healing an elder also anointed me with oil as he prayed for my shoulder about two weeks ago i woke up with no pain and found that i could move my shoulder freely without any discomfort at all i have since remained pain free and have no need for medication anymore praise god thank you pastor prince for faithfully preaching the gospel of grace So that's one praise report, which is so amazing. Praise God. The next one is called Life Transformed, No Longer Depressed and Suicidal. I used to dabble in witchcraft and terrorize my family with my anger issues. I felt bleak about my life and would cut myself. I didn't believe in God and I thought Christianity was a joke. I also attempted suicide more than once as I thought I wasn't worth anything to anyone. But I started watching and listening to some Christian programs upon my mother's encouragement. I stopped feeling suicidal, but nothing else changed. Then I tried New Age practices to fix myself. I'd smoke cigarettes while visualizing myself happy. That also did not work. While getting ready for bed one night, I started having thoughts of killing myself again. When I refused those thoughts, I heard negative voices in my head telling me, You are worthless. You're ugly. Nobody loves you. You're killing your mother being the way you are. Everyone hates you. You don't deserve to live. That's when I began horrible nightmares, experiencing sleep paralysis, where I felt as if someone was holding me down and suffocating me. This happened to me night after night for two or three months, which made me terrified of falling asleep. One night, unable to fall asleep, I turned on the television and began watching Joseph Prince's program. He was talking about God's love for me. I wondered, how can God love me? How do I experience this love? Praise God that led me to inviting Jesus into my heart that very night. Not too long after that, God led me to Pastor Prince's message about the holy anointing oil. My mother and I prayed over the oil and I anointed my door with it. Finally, all my fears of falling asleep at night fled. I experienced rest and felt the love of God so tangibly it helped me sleep like a baby that night and thereafter. 
Today, I am, com- I am a completely different person. I don't smoke. I'm living a joyful life, and I know God loves me. I also have compassion towards others, and I have no desire to be, a, to be in sinful relationships. People have remarked that I look younger and exude a, an ex, an ex, what is that word? An ex, exude? Yeah, exude a loving spirit. My family relationships have also been wonderfully restored. <clears throat> Thank you, Pastor Prince, for peach, preaching the love and word of God. Through, gr- through God's grace, I have been delivered from a life of pain and misery. I am now a happy, loving, youthful, and mighty woman of God. Amen. Wow. That is amazing. You know, I just think of anyone who maybe needed to hear that. Um, there's no shame in anything that you go through. You know, um, we all go through really hard things and we definitely don't talk about them enough or we don't talk about them at all. And so maybe if you're listening to this, you can relate to that. I just want to say that there is absolutely hope. And I feel like you're thinking right now that that couldn't happen to you, but it really could. And you don't have to even, you know, say anything to anyone. You can talk to God where you are and you can call on him. And um, I just hope that you test God and, you know, ask him if he's real and ask him hard questions. Like tell, you know, tell him to show you that he's real and ask him to take away the things that have been hurting you. And if you can't sleep, ask him to let you sleep and just see if it works. You know, what do you have to lose? So um, I'm just going to read one more praise report and then close out the podcast so um this one just says home anointed with oil protected from fire i actually haven't read this one so let's see what it has to say my husband and i have been listening to teachings on the anointing oil by pastor joseph prince after learning about its significance we prepared oil that we prayed over and sanctified in small bottles that we carry whenever we went we also anointed our home with the oil Uh, One morning, I was awoken by the fire alarm in our apartment building. I smelled smoke the moment I opened the front door. However, I had a sense of peace, and I knew we were safe. Still, I got my three kids out out of the building. Outside, our neighbor told me that her patio was on fire. After making sure she was all right, we sat in our van watching the firefighters put out the fire. As I sat there watching watching with my kids, I knew God was telling me that he had protected us. Praise God sounds so good wow like it's so important too to anoint with oil because um it's such a cleanse you know and obviously from these praise reports it works and so if you guys aren't familiar with that uh, anointed oil is just oil that is prayed over and it holds so much um even like of the holy spirit and it really can it's it's really uh healing to any place that you're feeling discomfort so i always try to anoint my room with oil because of if you know you just never know i moved here i moved with my family a couple months ago and i'm like you just don't know what's been in this house before like you don't know spirits that have been here and so i asked them to leave and i pray over my house i pray over my space i anointed my car so when i'm driving you know i I hope that it's safe and so um the back of this says beloved applying anointing oil like partaking is like partaking of the holy communion is not just about obtaining your healing or blessing so true it's about being conscious of all that our lord jesus has done for you and receiving all that he has all that he died to give you i have shared more on the beliefs and truths of the anointing oil and other teaching resources here are two suggest suggested ones i hope you will avail yourself to from my ministry 
So there's a book called The Power of the Anointing Oil, and then another one called Experience Health Protection and Provision. You can also find out more about anointing oil from my ministry website. And if you've been blessed by the testimonies in this booklet, do check out praise reports for inspiring stories. As you begin to make the grain, the wine, and the oil a part of your daily walk as a believer, may you receive and walk in a greater and greater measure of not just healing, but all the blessings that are a part of your blood-bought inheritance in Christ. Amen. So, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you are dealing with anything like this, please look. Please know you're not alone. You can always reach out to me. I would love to pray for you. And I know so many people would also love to pray on your behalf to intercede for any anything that you're chained with. And so just know that God can break anything. He can break any suicidal thoughts, any anxiety, anything that you are chained to, that you're not meant to be chained to. You're meant to be free. You're meant to live a free, joyful, peaceful life. And you absolutely can with the help of Jesus Christ. So I really hope that this touched some of you and I hope my tips traveling helped you. (laughs) And if you are traveling, maybe it's something that you can consider. So again, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and give it a five-star rating. If you guys feel led to, it really helps me out and follow me on Instagram. My name is Vanessa. uh, I think it's dash Shirella. I should know this. Um, And then my YouTube is Vanessa Nicole, where you guys can find healthy lifestyle vlogs, faith-filled talks, things that encourage you, and little tips and tricks to kind of help your life flow a little bit easier. Things that I've, you know, learned along the way of my 21-year-old life. (laughs) So, um, love you guys. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and I'll see you guys and talk to you in my next episode. Bye.